0: So we're sitting here in the shed, Collie and I'm always amazed by the amount of different types of animals that you have in here and something behind you there in an aquarium has caught my eye these white looking very small frogs yes. and they look like they're just bonkers they're um, yes. really full of energy <laughs> they're they nuts. look really We've unusual. talked
1: about them before in a general froggy episode but I thought we'd go into them a little bit more
0: Why is their back flippers look weird? Or different to other frogs?
1: Because these are fully aquatic African clawed frogs. Ah. Quite famous in scientific circles because they're used a lot in research. Very similar to axolots in that way. Mm -hmm. They're easy to breed in captivity when they spawn. It's very easy to examine the cells as they develop in the egg. So you can do all sorts of genetic research and stuff like that. And as I said, they they readily breed in captivity, so they they've been bred into these mainly albino forms. Mm. You can still get so the is that wild like type. the natural f- color. That they would that have be yeah, the the kind of the lab form or the yeah. pet trade form. In the wild, they look. I have, I have I've come prepared. and Brought some photographs for you, so um. So there there they're you about two
0: centimeters, three centimeters.
1: No. These are the babies, and oh. I'm going to bring you inside to the bigger tanks Oh, wow. because. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you get a bit of a shock when you see them. Okay. But uh, they get quite big. There's a dwarf species of them yeah. and, and a larger one. The larger ones are the more popular ones that are used in, uh, as I said, in research and in the pet trade. But So
0: the picture that we're looking at now has a natural coloured one and yes. it's sort of mottled.
1: Mottled and there's a variation. So they're all sorts of different colours, but Dark generally brown. a brownish yeah. mottled colour. And they, they'll they change their colour slightly not like chameleons, but within within reason. Uh, if you have one that has a sandy bottom on a river you stay in or a pond, he'll get more lighter coloured. Mm. And if they're in rocky bottoms, they probably get darker colours. So we could sit down and...
0: Uh, oh, my God. It's,
1: they're fascinating creatures. So they're from Sub- sub-Saharan South Africa, all over the place. Varied habitats from slow-moving lakes and rivers to... Uh, ponds and ditches and everything um, fully almost fully aquatic will move to other breeding areas if there's a lot of competition for food during the wet season so they can kind of wriggle their way out onto land Um, if you were to pick one up imagine the slippiest bar of soap you've ever had in your life covered in olive oil (laughs) while you're wearing (laughs) while you're wearing the slippiest gloves you've ever had on it's incredibly hard to control them I've been handling frogs for all my life and uh, when I'm cleaning them out of their tanks it's just something I just it's an absolute dread but fantastic creatures they're called clawed frogs because if you look on the back leg here Mm -hmm. you can see a pronounced claw on, oh, that's on, right, yeah. On the flippers. Yeah. Um, so what does that do? It's used for eviscerating prey. Okay. That's a nice lovely way of yeah. saying it. Yeah, there you go. Just gouging the mouth. Yeah, gouging it. So they'll actually grab onto like anything they can overpower from each other to invertebrates to small fish. Mm. And they have a kind of a, a thing. Uh, <laughs> it's like if you eat, imagine you eat a hot pepper and you're trying to fan your mouth and you're blowing <laughs> at the yeah. same time it's hard to describe over the, uh, over the airwaves but they do that kind of thing with their hands so they're basically wafting the scent of the food and the water into their nose uh-huh. when they get that scent then they'll go up and they'll shove it into their mouth whatever it is
0: so the scent is using their, their sort of location their grace. Yes. yes
1: and they have lateral lines on their body as well that they use for, for, for detecting vibration uh-huh. so anything that moves around them they'll scoff it uh-huh. when they have something in their mouth if it's too big for them if it's a leech or, or a big massive worm or something that's when the claw will come up from the back foot and they'll start shredding into it and kill it. Mm. So those claws are quite effective at eviscerating the prey and then they can swallow it down easily. And they'll swallow massive amounts of food and they can be quite voracious and unfortunately as we've talked about at this on many occasions in the critter shed they have become highly invasive species in certain areas. Why is that? Well before they were popular pets and people started breeding them in captivity and used in in labs a lot. In the 1930s, it was discovered. And this is the cool thing about them. It's one of those little conversations when people tell, ask me, like, oh, what's so interesting about frogs? And I, I, I tell them this, you know. Pub quiz question Pope coming up. Pub quiz question, yeah, exactly. And a good one to talk about. If you were well off enough um, back in the day and from the 1930s on to go and you wanted to find out if you are pregnant there was no chemical pregnancy tests until the 60s mm-hmm. that's where you pee on the stick and it shows up the hormones that indicate that you are pregnant but a couple of uh, African scientists discovered that if they were to inject how they discovered this, this is always one of those things, it's like were they pissed or were they just <laughs> having a bet or something, but anyway they discovered that if you were to take a woman's P mm-hmm. uh, when she was pregnant, and inject it into an African clawed frog mm-hmm. in a lab. It will induce ovulation within the frog. Hmm. Wow! So the more well-off people in the world, and they, they, the frogs were shipped around the world. They were in basically in the basements of, of many maternity hospitals, Jeez. and they'd breed all these frogs up, and they'd inject them with the wee of women <laughs> to see if they were pregnant or not. Wow! And that's a major reason why they became so invasive because obviously you'd have somebody who'd be caring for these frogs in the basement and looking after them and then when the pregnancy tests came in and the frogs weren't needed a lot of the owners who would have probably loved them would have said well I'm not going to kill them I'm just going to let them go. So they let them go into canals and lakes and rivers and again places where they shouldn't be and now you have populations from Wales to San Francisco to, you know, they show up very frequently in and around uh, Europe. And especially in the warmer climates, which they're evolved for warmer climates, but they still can survive in ponds and, you know, the the, the Northern Hemisphere. They've shown up everywhere and they're just eating everything in sight and, mm. and, and multiplying and becoming quite a dodgy species, unfortunately. But it's a fascinating story to think that... uh great grandparents could have been or not grand, not even your great grandparent There was a the frog
0: involved in your conception yeah, A frog
1: in <laughs> the, the, the knowledge of your conception It's mental to think that I really think it's, a, it's a, an incredible story and you know one of those things that uh, first of all how did they come up with that idea and then you know <laughs>
0: I'm sure you've come up with some odd ideas you've, uh, yeah, <laughs> yourself yeah, after yeah. a few jars
1: I remember uh, I was trying to breed a specific species of frog and someone had suggested to me have you any pregnant friends?
0: Seriously? Oh, yes.
1: And I was like, why? And they said, well, look, it, it not only works on them, but apparently it works on a lot of species of frog. But uh, it God. is it is fascinating. So, uh, yeah, I, I think they're incredible animals. They have a really weird reproductive cycle as well. If If you keep them in captivity, you'll notice if you drop the temperature and drop the water level, that induces breeding in mm. them because it matches their natural the kind of the the rainy season in in Africa where they're from you get these water these these floods of cooler waters that will tell them it's breeding time so they'll start to breed. the males don't croak what they do is they have this hum Hmm. this subsonic kind of (laughs) and I swear to God you could be sitting in the house when, when you don't know what it is, which I didn't the first time I heard it. I thought all the electricity in the house <laughs> was, was about to explode <laughs> and an alien. Because literally the tank was beside the a fireplace I had at the time and all the picture frames and everything were rattling. No. It's amazing. It's wow. like this...
0: That sounds like the the thing that was happening in Cuba. Do you remember all the people in the American embassy, embassy yeah. getting sick? Mm. Maybe they just
1: had a couple of African clawed <laughs> frogs they didn't know about. But yeah, and the females get attracted by this sound. Then wow. they go into amplexus. Now we we've talked about amplexus before. That's the the joining of a male and a female amphibian. Usually, it's for the vast majority of, of frogs. It's the male will be on the the females back yeah. yes and uh, we, we, we've all seen that but there are always you know there's, there's a lot of ways that amplexes can be done um and a lot of unusual ways. The African claw frogs is very unusual. They essentially the males grab onto her hips, oh. as opposed to up on her, okay. her back. He grabs onto her hips and kind of grabs her two back legs, huh? and and sits astride with his chin on her butthole which wow. is very very weird looking altogether. Wow. And as she then deposits the eggs, mm-hmm. he'll fertilize them. The eggs are extremely sticky, and they don't come into clumps, like what we think of classic frog spawn mm. which is the big jelly clums they all come out like individually and splatter onto everything so from plants to rocks to branches to bits of the ground you'll get a huge variation in where they go it's like a scattergun a scattergun wow. it's like a shotgun from our backside wow. yeah it really is and, and that's a great survival mechanism because some of them will be picked off by predators Mm -hmm. but some of them will go into the mud and survive there some will go up to plants and they've all different ways great
0: reach as well Yes
1: exactly Now the tadpoles will hatch out and unlike other tadpoles they're quite predatory Mm -hmm. so they'll be looking to feed off moving creatures like Daphnia water fleas stuff like that They have these kind of two feathery antennae at the top of their head very odd looking tadpoles but develop really really quickly and turn very very quickly into the adult frogs Mm. Again though don't emerge onto land will stay fully aquatic for their whole life. So they really are a little alien and and, and fascinating creature and I I absolutely adore them. They're one of my favourite things and I'm going to show you you've seen the... uh, the, the babies like, and they're like about
0: to I would love to see them because they look incredibly cute they're about two or three centimetres Yeah. totally adorable they're splashing around like lunatics
1: in there yeah, every so often fun. I'll breed them and I'll keep one or two mm-hmm. tadpoles okay. and grow them on and these are the one or two okay. The rest so this of them, is
0: the before Yeah. and we're going to see the after <laughs> yeah. okay we're going to leave the shed
1: I better take my keys aren't they gorgeous aren't they yeah
0: Ah, oh, this is glorious, Collie. That's the sun. Hello, ladies. Pop, pop, pop. Hens are looking great. So, in through the front door.
1: You have to excuse the mess because we're still doing up the house. But...
0: Nice big oh, kitchen. Nice. Lovely big kitchen. Nice. Little utility room. And in the utility room is an <laughs> enormous. <laughs>
1: There's a few of them in here. Hang on now. I'm just going to get this. No.
0: There's one just poking out from under. Uh, uh-huh. Oh, my. Oh, my <laughs> God.
1: do they look clocking? like. So
0: almost the size. The body's almost the size of my palm. I yeah, think yeah. Almost.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but what you can really see now how unusual they are with their their back legs. The fins on them are enormous. Like they're. What was the name of that film with the. um the fella who was the aquatic man who was brought into the tank. Oh,
1: yes. Uh, the shape, shape of, of water. water, yes. They look just like him. Yeah.
0: And then, yeah, I can see the claws now. You can
1: really see the distinctive yeah. claws there. So the big ones are the females. Right. And believe it or not, they're not fully grown yet. Really? No, they can get a lot bigger than that. It depends on their diet, obviously. And look at their going mad. They're coming they're to for, the thing. They think they have food and you All see right. the hands movement yeah. there. Very, very animated, very active. Yeah. Now, very energetic. My, my family hate them do um, they th- they think they look like uh, bald chickens. <laughs> chickens they look like the chickens they look like the chickens you see in the shop yeah. window you can see how aggressive they are so feeding you put your, your hand
0: in and uh, at the surface yeah. and he's coming up to, to she's coming up to yeah. sniff yeah um, they do
1: actually look like bald chickens they're amazing looking um, and very very curious little creatures like they'll have a look and they'll get to know you and yeah. you can see now that the hands are going around they're yeah. seeing what food is there yeah How long would they live? They're quite long lived. I've heard of them 20 odd years like some of them in captivity. Yeah. Uh, Obviously being frogs in the wild they'll they'll get picked off by a lot of creatures but um, in captivity they do really well. You see he thinks that I'm feeding them there but I'm not. Now you look along the body you see all those little ridges? Yeah. That's a beautiful shot there. So all those ridges there are sensitive. Ah. And right around his face there. So they almost so have like big veins coming yes. out down the so side. So they'll be like detecting any movement like if we mm. were to throw an earthworm in there or something mm. like that uh, which we can do if you want. Um,
0: they're just so extraordinary. The legs are really well yeah. developed and those fins, those
1: webbed yeah. feet at yeah. the back. Are- and you can see like they're built unlike normal frogs which you know are land and aqua based. So mm. they have fins. Like mm. a normal frog will have fins, but it will also ha be quite uh its feet will be under its body. Yeah. These are splayed flat. Yeah. They are literally flat and they have a very pointed nose. Yeah. To make them more um aquaponic aquaponic is that? Or uh, uh, where they can they can travel through water better. Yeah. I suppose the, the the land term will be aerodynamic, but yeah. you know what I mean. Um, oh my God,
0: they're so fast! Look at the way they're zipping they're up and down.
1: Incredibly fast. Their
0: back legs are so strong; they're yeah. just propelling them. Through they the water, bolt right?
1: away from from from. Um Predators, yeah, um, and you can see as well if you look at the top of their head, yeah, the eyes are fixed on the top of the head, and yeah. that's so they can literally sit like crocodiles at the uh-huh. size of a river. And, and you can walk them past or a side of a pond, they can just jump up, yeah, blah, 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 eat you it wouldn't up, even see them coming. and, and so they'd be fast. gone, yeah, yeah. And they swim really fast in reverse as well, which is very unusual. Oh. You can sex them by uh, male to female easily by size, yeah, because you can see. How bigger the females are from from the males, but during the breeding season, see along the arms here, yeah. the males will get a really dark kind of um, patches along their arms, which is the same as the nuptial pads oh, that right. the, the the frogs and the toads yeah. get, and it's to help them grab onto the females.
0: I can't stop looking at them; like I they're haven't seen anything like them. Also, the fact that they're albino, you just you see more yeah, of their features. Yeah. I think.
1: Yeah, it really does make them stand yeah. out. All those little bumps and lumps that they have that they use for surviving. Really, really come out. Um, I'm going to grab a little worm and throw one in. You do that. Just have a look. Oh. I tell you one thing. I tell you one thing. I can still catch a worm, even in my old age.
0: Here we go. You have a worm. Worm's going in. Plop.
1: See okay. what happens.
0: Floating down to the or dropping to the end, dropping to the floor. Worm is still. Oh, there we go. The reaction so, yeah, already. reaction. Yeah. So the worm is is writhing and everyone's quiet for the minute and now one ah. is one is reacting the huge one now coming up to the glass and probably so the worm's still writhing
1: oh he's trying to grab ah, at, so see the, they're yeah, grabbing at the air grabbing there. at
0: something else yeah they're trying to work out where it is
1: there you go okay he's yeah. got to grabbing a leaf
0: yeah which wasn't a worm but no. he knows they it's they know there. there's something going on he dropped in an insect as well for the other ones yeah in some. there's one just at the surface now looking up I can see the crocodile eyes just sticking out.
1: Isn't it amazing? Yeah, that's yeah. what I was talking about.
0: So the worm has sort of stopped moving now.
1: It's it's over in the background. There's so much movement going on, it's confusing them all. Mm. Oh, <laughs> they can all sense the worm in there. Yeah, it's chaos it's in Huge
0: amount of movement now.
1: They're so overweight, it's unbelievable. <laughs> you ever have to put a frog on a diet, it's, it's not easy because... How do they you do know who's look, eating what? They, they you know? do they do look at you and you feel sorry for them.
0: <laughs> You're such a soft touch. Oh, okay, there's there go. you put he, an insect or you eat
1: that and then you spat it back out.
0: Right. What do you feed them actually?
1: Uh, I, I try and keep it as natural as possible with worms because mm. the the problem with the 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 flakes and the, the, the lumpy stuff you can give them, you can give them a lot of food, but um if if they don't find it um, it will break down and it will cause a lot of pollution in the water and you're changing the water all the time and mm-hmm. that's not good for them either um, so yeah worms are great because they'll find them eventually and oh, here we go oh that worm has gone into a cave <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna assist them because God you're reaching them, in to get the worm
0: Benna's you're lifting up again. the cave that it's oh, gone into
1: oh there's the worm has gone now Hey,
0: gone wow so fast I barely even saw <laughs> it has
1: gone yeah sorry oh no there it is There. There's oh right, now hang on now we
0: you're reaching in again you're going to hand worm. feed it
1: there we go oh, 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 oh.
0: wow just grab it it's gone now it's absolutely gone oh my god the smallest one got it now there's a huge melee it's like a huge gang of them trying to get out the worm but the worm is long gone into one of the smaller frog's mouths oh my god quick isn't it very very quick and so much energy yeah tell me again where they're native to
1: so sub-saharan Africa Yep. so anywhere where in Africa where there's warm they're really widespread um, and like it's hard to tell how widespread they would have been before people started moving them anyway down yeah, you're, there you're
0: putting in a piece of pipe there that yeah. sort of acts as a hide yeah go on
1: yeah uh, just the, uh, like all amphibians the biggest danger to amphibians if you're keeping them as pets and I think this is great advice to anyone, um, which I, I got back in the day, is to reduce stress. Stress is an amphibian killer, mm-hmm. it's the big one. Look at this fella. Now look just, at how you're
0: taking one out of the water. Oh, look wow. for a bit of attention! Yeah, and so rigid. Well, they go so rigid, yeah,
1: it was huge. Believe it or not, they like a scratch, do it. but um, yeah, they do. They they get really friendly, to do. It's gas. <laughs> my, my family just look at me like I'm a weirdo sitting out here, like scratching, <laughs> scratching. Scratching, me Scratching frog. frogs, yeah, it's me not a frogs. euphemism, yeah, <laughs> it's the best euphemism Boom. ever. Scratching me, frog. Um, but yeah, so, um, uh, what we're saying, stress is a big killer in, in, in amphibians, so cover like this is really important because that makes them feel secure. It's like when half
0: sp- of a, a terracotta pipe, yeah, a terracotta
1: pipe. I found, and I just like, of course, when you're going through skips, skips are fantastic and for for stuff like that and it just gives them that security and it's very natural for them and this setup would seem very sparse uh, because i don't have i don't have any gravel or anything on the bottom but they have everything they need because you've got your cover you've got some nice plants Mm. to keep the 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 water feeling nice and natural and they're happy out if i'm putting in stuff to make me happy Mm. about how it looks like i can Badly uh, impact their life because when it happens is you're putting in gravel into these setups for for frogs and axolotls as well. They'll, in the rush to catch prey, mm. they'll shove that gravel into their belly, and they'll become impacted, and it's no good. Where they would live in the wild, that wouldn't be an issue because you have muddy bottoms. You'll have a lot more space for them to feed. They wouldn't be doing this panic feeding that they. Mm. It's not panic feeding. It's greedy feeding. So it's it's a good idea just to keep it as plain as possible, mm. so you don't you reduce that. But what what a brilliant animal! Look at their little butts as well.
0: I know they're amazing. <laughs> they're very human looking. So they have very, very human, parts of the human anatomy. <laughs>
1: exactly. Which, yeah. Uh, yeah. You
0: don't expect to see yeah. displayed up against the window.
1: There you go. Yeah. And there we go. I absolutely love them. I'll put up a couple of pictures that, uh, we can we can put they're on online. Animals. They're really are So so there you go. So that's the, the, the fascinating African clawed frog, and oh, and, and there's my budgies in the background making a lot of noise. They're buried <laughs> under their but they're, 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 they. are Doing well. In the yeah. We love you guys. We love you. Keep being g- good old froggos Is this your man cave next door? Oh yeah, sir. To this. Great to
0: have so much space for yourself yeah, as well. Yeah. The Critter Shed is part of the Warren,
1: the home of great Irish podcasts. As is my podcast. Meet your maker. You can find more great shows at thewarren.ie.